auto workers are picketing car plants. Hunter Biden was indicted on gun charges, and scientists learned a lot by tickling some rats. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Christina Quinn, filling in for Jeff Pierre. It's Friday, September 15th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Number one, the United Auto Workers Union is on strike. It's the first time the union has launched a strike of any size on all big three automakers at the same time. The historic work stoppage launched at midnight, with the first picket lines targeting plants in Ohio, Michigan, and Missouri. One strike took place at a Ford assembly plant in Wayne, Michigan. At the strike, Lee Maybanks, a second-generation Ford employee, spoke about what this moment means for himself and other employees. I want my brothers and my sisters to get what they deserve as far as pay goes. You know, look at UPS. UPS makes how much now? They deliver, no disrespect, they deliver boxes. You want to know what we do? Go get one of those Bronco Raptors and turn it on. Like, we build we build America. So, that's we're not trying to be greedy. We just, we're trying to get what's fair. The union's 150,000 workers want better pay, hours, and benefits. They're pointing to sharp inflation and high corporate profits and pay for executives. But the companies say they can't afford the demands. Number two, President Biden is suddenly facing both personal and political challenges. The Justice Department indicted the president's son, Hunter Biden, yesterday on charges of making false statements and illegally possessing a handgun. You can read the full indictment on our site. The indictment comes as the president himself is facing an impeachment inquiry announced Tuesday by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. The White House has slammed the probe, calling it, quote, extreme politics at its worst. Meanwhile, an end-of-the-month government funding deadline is growing closer, and Republicans are divided over how to address it. McCarthy challenged far-right Republicans in the House to file a, quote, effing motion to remove him from leadership after they blocked a move toward avoiding a government shutdown. But he said the whole word. At number three, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky will visit Washington next week. It will be his second Washington visit since the war in Ukraine began. Zelensky will meet with leaders on Capitol Hill, likely on Thursday. It's part of a push to secure more than $24 billion in additional aid to Ukraine that the White House has requested from Congress. But more Republican leaders, and some Democrats, are starting to question the U.S.'s ongoing financial support of Ukraine. Number four. France has banned sales of the iPhone 12 because of radiation levels. A French regulator this week asked Apple to stop selling the model, first released in 2020, and threatened to implement a recall. The country's regulator recently inspected 141 mobile phones on the French market. They found that when measured in conditions that simulate the phone in a hand or pocket, the iPhone 12 exceeded the country's maximum restriction for radio frequency waves. So, should you worry? Scientific research on cell phone radiation and health remains inconclusive, but European standards are very strict. Apple disputed the French regulator's findings, saying the device has been certified by international bodies and complies with regulations. (music) 
The search for survivors continues in Libya amid a disaster of mythic proportions. That's our fifth story. Yesterday, authorities said that up to 20,000 people are feared dead, but the true toll may never be known. Survivors in Libya described how devastated they are about the destruction. We're, we're, we're like, we're speechless. We lost a lot of people. We lost our memories. We lost our city. So this is the, the real disaster. You know, no one cares about food now. Post reporters reached the coastal city of Derna, where they found destruction on a massive scale. Bodies are strewn throughout the city, bringing the risk of disease. And families are gathered outside the hospital, searching for news of missing loved ones. Locals are blaming the lack of warnings, evacuations, and neglected infrastructure for the disaster. A United Nations official said most casualties could have been prevented if residents had been given notice to evacuate before two dams burst and inundated the city. At number six, New England's coastline is under tropical storm warnings as Hurricane Lee approaches. Extreme conditions could reach eastern New England by this afternoon and continue through tomorrow or into Sunday. The worst winds will hit the coast overnight tonight. The storm is already bringing dangerous surf and currents across the east coast. The storm is then most likely to pass very close to the eastern tip of Maine before hitting Atlantic Canada, bringing hurricane conditions and coastal flooding. And number seven, a study of the brains of rats revealed how play can improve mental health. Scientists don't fully understand the reason that humans and other species play. That's why a group of researchers started tickling rats. They wanted to see what parts of the brain activate during play. They checked in with the rats during the study to make sure they were vocalizing, that's the rat equivalent of giggling, while studying their brains. The researchers found that the play activated cells in a part of the brain associated with instinctive behaviors like pain perception and defense. This shows that the urge to play is deeply ingrained in the brains of rats. It's important for us humans to play too. And understanding the neurological basis of play could help develop new therapies to help the mental health of children and adults. So go out and have some fun this weekend. Maybe tickle a rat or not. That's gross. That's the show for today. The assistant producer of The Seven is Taylor White, with special help this week from producer Sharla Freeland. The staff writers are Hannah Jewell and Jamie Ross. John Taylor is our editor. Additional editing by yours truly. Special thanks to Laura Gutierrez. Copy editing by Melissa No, Thomas Haliba, and Francis Moody. Mixing and sound design is by Jim Briggs and Justin Garish. Our theme music is by Edith Mudge. Renita Jablonski is our director of audio. I'm Christina Quinn. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. We'll meet you back here on Monday.